0: Technology Review Podcast. This is our monthly episode of the Best New Apps for Lawyers. I'm your host, Brian Folk, civil litigator and author of the Cyber Advocate blog. Before we get started, I want to remind everybody that if you, uh, if you do enjoy this podcast, you can subscribe to us via your favorite podcasting app or via iTunes. Just head over to iTunes and look up Legal Technology Review. And while you're there, go ahead and leave us a rating and review. I also want to remind everybody that as with our other Best New App podcasts, I do my best to let you know where in the recording you can find your favorite app. So head over to the Best New Apps for July post on the Cyber Advocate, and you can find out where along in this podcast we have our apps. We've got our categories of multi-platform, iOS, Android, and Windows phones. So you don't actually have to listen to all of these to find out about your preferred apps. It's time to get started here. Our first app in the multi-platform category is an update. This week it's the OneNote by Microsoft. Now, OneNote is a note taking app. It's got a lot of tools that lawyers like to use to just keep track of data and information. The interesting thing about uh, Microsoft this month, you will you will notice a continuing theme throughout this podcast. Microsoft is the going away winner of Best New Apps for this month, and this is just the first. As part of the uh, massive strategy to make their flagship systems, that being everything from OneNote through PowerPoint, Excel, Word, Outlook, and various other systems to become the universally used systems, they've decided to make them evenly accessible across all platforms, including ones they don't own. It uh, says so you'll see here on both iOS and Android, the OneNote update this month Uh, is pretty impressive. For iOS users, they've combined both the iPad and the iPhone app. The iPad app is actually older and outdated compared to the iPhone app. Well, they've gotten rid of that. They've combined them. The iPhone and the iPad app are now the same, meaning that you'll be able to do the exact same thing on each of these apps. They've also updated the ability to view the recent notes view, and they have fixed the preview mode on OneNote, allowing all pages to be previewed in a landscape mode. For Android, they've finally added one of the most requested features, the ability to move or copy a note from one section or notebook to another. This means that you don't have to worry about losing things on your clipboard. You also are able to merge notes together. But one of the best features they've added, in my opinion, is that you can now copy a section and actually save it directly to your home screen. You do not have to save it in OneNote itself. For those of you who are fans of Android Wear, Microsoft swears they've got a great update coming for OneNote. All right, our next app on the multi-platform is another update. This is the Convo app by Scribe Inc. And I call this an update, although in reality it's, it's a new app. Convo recently did a massive overhaul of their entire system, their desktop enterprise platform. What is Convo? Well, Convo, if you don't use it, is a phenomenal business collaboration system. One of the ways they upgraded their enterprise system was by making it much faster and much more seamless, easier to use. While Convo had iOS and Android apps before, they were, well, they, were, they weren't very good. They certainly didn't offer full functionality, uh, and they didn't offer much in the way of speed and interface. That has completely changed. The iOS and the Android apps for Convo are phenomenal. The Convo System is designed for teams that need to collaborate on various types of documents and sharing information and importantly sharing it securely. Uh, convo systems are great for legal teams in that way. You get to share documents, you can collaborate on them, work on them be they presentations, briefs, one important with settlement agreements if there's disputes on extended terms of a settlement, you can actually collaborate between the two firms and mark any changes shown them that way. The biggest addition is the new messaging feature. It allows you to update meetings, update schedules, inform someone of updated version of documents on the go. So essentially, if you're in court and you, let's say you agree to an order and you need an order prepared, you can easily send a message to someone in your office to get working on the notes. Or if let's just say you have uh, a consent order, you're on your way to court. And you finally hear from opposing counsel about a couple changes they needed in order to provide their consent. Well, you could either put off the hearing entirely, or you could uh, have the message update on your system to make certain modifications, send that to your office, have them send it back to you, and you can either just email it to the judge or have it printed at the court. Importantly, Convo's entire system is very, very secure. Their document uses what I would refer to as an unreal encryption of 2,048 bits. Your bank probably cannot provide that type of security. Your data is secure at rest, which is highly important. The security of your data in transit is up to you. Uh, Our next new app on the multi-platform apps, uh, this one is, well, okay, it's Angry Birds 2 by Rovio Entertainment. Let's face it, if I did not discuss this app about the new apps that came out in July, I'd be irrelevant, and you know you're going to get it. You know you're going to download this app. It's free. You'll probably pay for one or two of the in-app, you know, upgrades, You'll waste a ton of time. You'll enjoy yourself. You'll wish you had that time back, but you still won't delete the app off your iPad or iPhone or Android. Big downside, you can't enjoy it if you've got a Windows phone. They say that a version is coming, but not available now. Next app on the list is, well, continuing theme. Uh, Star Wars by Disney. And this one is on here because I said so. Um, I just decided that this app absolutely needed to be on there because, among other things, you can get breaking news about Star Wars. I realize it's a fictional... You know, universe and breaking news is really a relative term. But you get social media updates. You get videos. You get to follow any of the new trailers or anything like that. You get to see video from their Comic-Con presentation. And probably my favorite, you can take selfies using iconic locations and costumes from uh, the movies. If you're lucky, I might put up a couple of myself on the website. Well, again, relative term, lucky. Okay, on to our honorable mentions. These were apps that that fit into the category of multi-platform updates and didn't quite make the cut. And sadly for them, it's partially because I decided to include Angry Birds and Star Wars. The first app in our honorable mentions is Kaboom by Anchor Free. This is a free app for both Android and iOS. And this app is a social media and messaging app. Now, some may ask why I decided to include a social media messaging app in something that lawyers need to know. This one, honestly, you may or may not ever use. But if you're not aware of it, you're probably not keeping up with your ethical obligations when it comes to e-discovery and the use of social media. Not long ago, several new apps came out, including Snapchat, WhatsApp, Whisper. These are apps that were designed to keep social media communications secret, and how they did that is by destroying the content of those messages. Kaboom is a similar or a similarly styled app with a potentially more insidious methodology. What Kaboom does is it allows you to create content to be shared. On a platform, they give you a link. Now, the link you, you can send out. So you put out a Facebook message or tweet on Twitter or something. It's a link to the content you're trying to share, be it a picture, a comment, anything like that. Kaboom allows you to set an expiration time on the link. This means that even though the Facebook post or the tweet or the LinkedIn post or the email will still be there, and still when you collect it during discovery, it'll still be there, the link, all of the content information in that particular post will be gone. I do not know at this moment whether or not there will be a a very effective way to recover that information, but I'm hopeful that there will. Okay, our next app in the honorable mentions is, and this one to me is just kind of more fun than anything else, but could be remarkably helpful. It's Say What by Intello Company. This is for iOS and Android. Have you ever heard someone say something and you just want to ask them what the hell they're saying? Say you didn't necessarily know what the phrase killing it meant, or YOLO, or B-A-E meant when someone said it. Well, this is an app that actually can help you out, because this is an app that contains 10-second video explanations and demonstrations of what these phrases mean and how they're used in context. This might seem stupid. This might seem like you're trying to keep up with your teenage kids and figure out what they're saying. But wouldn't it be a great thing if you could not look like a jackass in court or during a deposition, when you desperately needed to understand some of these comments. Social media is full of phrases and slang terms that you're never going to know about and you're going to feel really weird asking people about. Now, you don't have to feel weird. You've got a video demonstration of what something means. It might seem dumb, but I honestly believe that this might be one of the more useful apps in this month's list. Okay, next on our list of multi-platform updates, Toss-Up by Microsoft Corporation for iOS and Android. I told you that this month was going to be Microsoft-heavy. You ain't seen nothing yet. TossUp is one of the new apps out of the Microsoft Garage project. TossUp is an app that is designed to allow you to essentially send questions and queries to a large group of people and have them vote a response. The key feature is that you're allowed to create a question without requiring a a lengthy text message chain or email chain and send it to a bunch of people with either set responses or open-ended options and inviting your friends to participate in that discussion. Most useful for lawyers is scheduling. Uh, Scheduling or, I mean, even multiple questions about a case, whether there's certain people who need to be deposed, who's interested in in this deposition, but the biggest use, I do believe, is for scheduling. You can send out a who's free on what dates. Send out a list and have certain responses. While it's not necessarily perfect for scheduling and not nearly as good as some of the other scheduling apps, such as Doodle, which I discuss later in this podcast, it also has a more open-ended feature of allowing you to ask about more than just calendars. That is it for our multi-platform updates. You're listening to the Legal Technology Review on the Cyber Advocate. Stick around. You're listening to the Legal Technology Review on the Cyber Advocate. Don't forget to follow all the latest on Twitter and technology for legal service professionals at www.cyberadvocate.com. Right, we're back on the Legal Technology Review talking about the best new apps for lawyers released in July of 2015. We have now gotten to Apple's iOS. The first app in our list is, again, continuing our theme, Send by Microsoft. Now, Send is an email app with a twist. Microsoft wants to make email a little bit simpler. The Send app itself is designed to make emailing some of your Outlook contacts more like text messaging. Instead of opening up a whole new app and setting up a whole new email chain and giving a subject line, then typing your text, then sending it, everything like that, Send is a subject line and signature line free version of an email. It's sent through Outlook and it's stored in your standard emails. Essentially the key advantage here is you get the features of text messaging with the ease and the speed of text messaging for people whose phone number you might not have. Now, this is another one of those apps that has some uses for lawyers, but its biggest thing is probably just to make sure that you're aware of its existence. One of the big caveats I see in in an app like this is that too many of the employees of clients who've used corporate email already view email as something less formal than a letter. I've had people object to my collecting their corporate email accounts on privacy grounds, which is obviously does not count in Discovery, and... Part of the reason behind this is because the informal nature of email, you can write it quickly, you can send it quickly, it just does not feel the same. Making the actions of sending emails faster and simpler and with even less formality, and in this case using Outlook, which is the primary email client used by corporate America, you're essentially making it easier for people to create and send emails that they may not consider before sending. I think this is a very big thing for lawyers to be aware of who are involved in either e-discovery or who simply need to advise their corporate clients. This is probably an app that you either want to avoid using if you're a corporate IT department or one that you want to put a strong caution next to. Okay, the next app on our iOS list is PO Smart Recorder by Propelland. PO is a recording app. It's essentially a digital voice recorder with a unique and effective design that makes it excellent for recording conversations. The app itself is marketed primarily to journalists, but really to anyone who would record an interview. Uh, If you find that you're the type of person that likes to record meetings, depositions, motions, anything like that, this app is probably going to be useful. One of the reasons why I don't record many of these types of conversations is that at some point in time, I realized that all these recordings sit wasted because I don't know where the important information is. Sifting through the audio recording takes more time than simply finding something on a transcript. Well, that's where PO Smart Recorder actually has uh, some unique tools. It's a very easy-to-use system that allows you to mark certain elements of a recording as important while they're occurring. And let's face it, you know. You're also able to edit snippets of your of the recording directly on your phone. You can modify your entries. You can even share these small audio recordings via Dropbox, Google Drive, or via email. While it may not have that much use for most attorneys, I think any attorney who likes to keep audio records of, especially interactions with witnesses, interactions with other attorneys, or who is interested in making sure that certain elements of uh, depositions have audio recordings that are easily accessible, this could be an excellent app. The next app on our iOS list is a massive update by Microsoft of, you know, who else this month. This is an update to Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and Outlook. Essentially, this update is just another step in Microsoft expanding their primary flagship platforms and making them evenly accessible across all devices. The biggest upgrade this month is significant interaction between Word, Excel, and PowerPoint and Microsoft Outlook. Now, directly from Word, Excel, or PowerPoint, you are able to attach documents, spreadsheets, presentations to an email without leaving the app. You're also able to, from Outlook, access and edit documents, spreadsheets, PowerPoints that are attached to various emails. The biggest overall upgrade, though, is the collaboration features added to the iOS versions of Microsoft Office. One of the biggest features of Office 365 is its real-time collaborative tools and Given Microsoft's desire to universalize the access over all these apps, this makes sense. You can now invite others to view or edit any document at any time through these apps, giving you nearly equivalent tools available in the desktop version. Hopefully an update in the near future it will simply be all the same. Uh, another important addition to the collaborative features allows users who have used the Microsoft Azure Rights Management security system to view their documents and edit their files directly from their iOS device. Now, if you're using Azure, then you know that this is a very powerful uh, encryption app, and if you're a lawyer, you should be using a very powerful encryption app. This allows you to utilize the encryption but still utilize the collaboration tools that are now available in the mobile apps. It fits really well into Microsoft's strategy, and if you do use these apps on a regular basis, especially the encryption uh, element, this would be a valuable upgrade. The next app in our iOS list, Signbox by Applexia. Signbox is essentially a, an e-signature tool. If you have any kind of paperless office, you know that one of the biggest roadblocks to becoming paperless is an electronic signature. You have to sign things. You have to submit things to the court with your signature, and unfortunately for a lot of people, that means either creating an electronic stamp, which thanks to Adobe not being very user-friendly is not the easiest thing in the world, or you're giving a broad number of people access to your signature. Well, Signbox actually helps to solve that problem using some of the unique tools you have in your iOS device. What Signbox lets you do is sign your name using your Touch ID. The signature itself is secured through your Touch ID. It's stored locally, so it's not accessing anything online, and no one online has access to your signature. You use the Touch ID, and through an extension, you can sign virtually any PDF in virtually any app available. If you use iAnnotate, if you use Goodreader, any other kind of app software, you can, through this extension, using your Touch ID alone, add your signature to any document. Incredibly effective, especially when you need to uh, respond quickly to a court, to a panel, to another attorney. It's a very useful app. All right, on to the honorable mentions for the iOS apps. Well, the first one in our honorable mention list is for readers, I guess. It's a news app. It's the Washington Post mobile app by the Washington Post. If you use the Washington Post, this will be a good app. If you have been waiting for the Washington Post to create an app, this will be a good app. Basically, it's they, they certainly offer an intuitive user interface. They offer search mechanisms and everything like that, just like every other major news outlet. But it is a widely read outlet, so I did believe that at the very least, you should be aware that they have sent out a new app. The next of our honorable mention updates for iOS is one that I strongly considered making one of the primary apps. However, it is an update, and it's not an app that I would necessarily think is going to be widely used by lawyers, but it's another one that lawyers need to know about. It's Meerkat by Life on Air. Now, Meerkat is one of the dynamic duo of live streaming apps available for social media. Between Meerkat and Periscope, which is owned by Twitter, these two apps have changed the nature of live social media over the last six months. Now, recently, due to the fact that Twitter simply has more money, Periscope has been kind of pummeling Meerkat around. Meerkat has announced a couple recent updates, though, that are very important in the battle to, uh, what has been referred to as the battle for live-streaming supremacy. The first, now this might be more entertainment purpose than anything else, but Meerkat has announced an agreement that they will with the GoPro video service that you can live stream directly from your GoPro. This will be fantastic for anyone who really likes watching uh, cars drive around in Russia or likes watching people who are a little bit too death-defying to actually be invited to the X Games. One very important addition to this list is that GoPro has recently announced a deal with Toyota that the 2016 Toyota Tacoma pickup trucks will come with a built-in GoPro in your dashboard. Meaning you can record where you're going. When you add that to live streaming capability, that means that someone can send live video from a mounted dashboard camera. This could be very dangerous. Could be very interesting. I'm, you know, it's not really a single anything, but it is something that to me is going to be remarkable in the near future. A couple other uh, important updates. They've added cameos, which means that uh, traditionally Meerkat is a video stream that you stream and people watch. Well, now you can give up to up to 60 seconds of your video stream to another user. Essentially, it ends up being kind of like a news broadcast. You're going to a field reporter. They've also announced uh, a heightened level of Facebook integration. They lost their Twitter connection. They've also added uh, Facebook pages. Now, this is essentially something if your law firm does a lot of advertising on Facebook, this could be a very helpful way of communicating with your followers. Advertising via live stream has not really hit the, the mainstream yet, but it's it's coming. The final major update is the inclusion of a storing library. Just like Periscope, which allows users to store recordings of their feeds, the library will allow people who use Meerkat to store what they've recorded and broadcast. This could be very helpful in e-discovery if you need to obtain information from someone's social media, but I'm not entirely sure how easy it's going to be to access that information. That's it for the iOS updates. In the best new apps for lawyers in July of 2015, you are listening to Legal Technology Review, powered by the Cyber Advocate. If you're enjoying this podcast, head over to iTunes, look up the Legal Technology Review, and leave us a rating and review. While you're there, you can go ahead and subscribe to the Legal Technology Review Podcast and you'll never miss an episode or any of the great information on tools and technology for legal service professionals. Talking about the best new apps for lawyers, published in July of 2015. We've covered the multi-platform updates and Apple's iOS, and now we're on to Android. The first in Android's list is the Dynamics CRM by, who else? Microsoft Corp. Dynamics CRM is, well, it's a contacts and client relation management system. If you want more details on your contacts, and particularly on your clients, then their address and their phone number that you store in Outlook you absolutely need a CRM. They're becoming phenomenally useful in legal practices. They allow you to keep track of a lot of information, including just notes on previous conversations and much more detailed information than Outlook provides. Dynamics CRM is Microsoft's version and a very, very powerful version. I would strongly suggest that you take a look at it if you are in the market for a client relation management system. Fortunately, if you're an Android user, you can now access your Dynamics CRM on your phone the dynamic CRM app lets you access your entire Dynamics CRM file on the go So you, you never arrive at an appointment and realize I didn't look this information up before I left it's on your phone not just the name the address you're supposed to go to but all the information on, on your client more importantly you're able to update your contacts notes tasks calendars cases other information and send messages as soon as your meeting is done you have important news from a deposition or from a client meeting or from a motion. You can immediately update your CRM because guess what? Just like the other Microsoft entrants this month, Dynamic CRM is designed for collaboration. The next app is actually one of, my favorite, one of my favorite systems to use is Doodle by Doodle.com. Now, Doodle is a group scheduling system. You create a list of days and times, and it's a grid. Uh, imagine a you know, Microsoft Excel page. You send that to a list of people. They look at the list and they check when they are or when they are not available. And they send it back and you get a report. What time works for all of these people? This is huge for anyone who's ever tried to do anything with more than two or three people uh, or more than two or three parties. Get a couple attorneys involved and a mediator and a few parties and some adjusters. And all of a sudden you've got a scheduling nightmare you can't believe. Well, Doodle is perfect. For things like that, because guess what? You get to find out real quickly whether you have no chance of scheduling something or if you do, when it's going to be possible. It's all real time. You do it in less than a day. So instead of long email chains where someone indicates that they're free on this range of days, then four days later you got everyone's response, but that first response is no longer valid. Because guess what? They've scheduled things between now and then. Doodle is a fantastic scheduling tool, and now it is entirely mobile. Directly from your Android phone, you're able to create and submit these scheduling grids. The tool is free, it's anonymous, and it even connects to your contact list, meaning you don't have to go fishing around for emails or anything like that. Doodle is a remarkable scheduling app, and I strongly encourage that you try it out. All right, our next Android app today is the Kono AI by Kono Labs, Inc. This one's a little bit the same, but a little bit different from Doodle. This is a new take on a virtual assistant. Now, if you are subscribed to this podcast, if you listened to the very first one where I spoke with uh, Cleo's Joshua Lennon, we were talking about automation in the legal field and whether or not, you know, lawyers were going to be replaced by robots. One of his comments was that if you looked at the role of a legal assistant, the traditional concept of what a legal assistant did 20 years ago is almost now entirely automated. Kono AI wants to make sure that that is 100%. Kono AI is essentially a an artificial intelligence scheduling system. It's a whole new take on a virtual assistant. They will schedule your meetings based on your personal preferences about time and location that you enter, but also that it learns over time. You tell Kono that you need to schedule something, whatever you need to do, and then it'll send you some suggestions about where and when based on your preferences. You list who it needs to be invited, and then you enter where you want Kono to schedule, and Kono takes care of the rest. If the people you're scheduling with have Kono, it'll send it directly through the app. If they don't, it'll send via text message a schedule request to all the people that you list. This is really the next step in where virtual is going, and while I don't think that Kono has it down yet, uh, especially given the fact that text message is not generally the best way to reach out to someone about scheduling, it's a remarkable step, and it's a system that's free that allows or that that learns from your inputs. So over time, if you'd rather meet in your office, it'll have meetings there. If you'd rather meet in the park, it'll have meetings there. If you'd rather have meetings in the bar, it'll it'll prefer schedule meetings there. If you really want all of your depositions to be scheduled in the morning. It'll learn that. I absolutely hate having a deposition scheduled after somebody else's. I'm not sure it'll learn that, but you never know. Additionally, Kona will actually serve as a calendar app for all of the appointments that you've scheduled through it. It'll remind you about your day, about what events you've got coming up. It'll remind you about things that you've missed. And interestingly, it'll even find you the best route to your next meeting, factoring in traffic conditions, and once your meeting's done, it'll suggest places for you to go. This type of app really is where scheduling is going. Artificial intelligence based on your previous selections. I don't know if it's perfect. I don't know if this is exactly where all lawyers and law firms need to go, but if you're interested in trying something new and you've got an Android phone, give Kono a try. I think you'll like it. Next on our list of Android app apps this month is an update to Dropbox by Dropbox Inc. If you don't have Dropbox, that's too bad. If you don't know what Dropbox is, I don't know how you learned about this podcast. Uh, Dropbox is probably the most popular of the free online data storage systems. It's cloud-based. You get a range of two and a half to five gigabytes of storage free. You can access it anywhere, and it's via third-party apps and systems very secure. Not long ago, Dropbox revealed a massive update to the iOS version of the app. The essential features were a big boost in collaboration, which along with the Microsoft-heavy stories this month, collaboration is probably the other theme of this month's apps. Now under your Android operating system device, you're able to share files in Dropbox with other users via email and even comment on shared files using the at mention system. This makes sure that everyone has up-to-date information and allows you to send information whenever you need to. If you've ever been in a deposition and wanted access to exhibits, this is the way to go. Exhibits are almost universally prepared beforehand, but you never know quite what order they're going to be submitted in. Send everyone a link with a table of contents prior to your deposition. Everyone can access from all of their devices. Dropbox is phenomenally useful, and this this collaboration update is something that you should definitely look into. All right. Well, that's it for the primary Android apps. We're on to the honorable mentions now, and the first is Wi-Fi Mapper by OpenSignal.com. Now, this app, as it should be painfully obvious, maps local Wi-Fi. It'll search over 650 million available Wi-Fi networks all over the world, primarily focused in cities. This is a great tool for people who are looking for internet access while they're in a coffee shop. Uh, You're even able to Check out the ratings that other people have left for certain Wi-Fi signals. It's like Yelp for Wi-Fi. For lawyers, however, it's probably important to note that this is not a tool that you should use without other considerable protections in place. I include this app more as a way to ensure that attorneys are doing everything they can to never use publicly available Wi-Fi, especially unsecured Wi-Fi. Don't do it. Period. The effects will not be good. However, if you are desperately in need of of some sort of access to the Internet and you can at least guarantee that the information you're sending will be encrypted from end to end, this might be a useful app. The next app on our honorable mention list is HBO Now by the Homebox Office, Inc. Yes, this is HBO for your Android device. HBO Now was only released as an app on iOS when it was first announced. It's now available on Android, and this is really so that I can make sure that anyone, whether they're using iOS or Android, has as much access to John Oliver's Last Week Tonight as possible. It's a great show. Watch it every week and, you know, learn something. It's pretty useful. It's, I really appreciate any show that almost single-handedly saved net neutrality. All right, that is all for this week on Android apps. You are listening to the Legal Technology Review. I'm Brian Folk, and we'll be right back. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the Legal Technology Review on any of your favorite podcast apps or over at iTunes. Just search for Legal Technology Review or The Cyber Advocate. Also, don't forget, you can get all the information on the latest tools and technology for legal service professionals at www.thecyberadvocate.com. We are back. Thank you for joining us on Legal Technology Review. We're talking about the best new apps for lawyers released in July of 2015. And we are here we're on to the Windows Phone. Now I've got to say I do this too often. I make fun of the Windows Phone. I think all of my making fun of the Windows Phone is pretty justified. But I will say that this month they actually came out with some decent apps. The first, FeedLab by ClevLab. Now, FeedLab is a third-party system designed to work with Feedly. Feedly is an RSS service. If you don't use an RSS service, you should learn. It's a phenomenal way to keep track of all the information that you like to follow, particularly blogs and online subscriptions. First thing I would recommend doing is download Feedly, then hit Add New, type in The Cyber Advocate, and you're all set. If you do use an RSS, Feedly is probably one that you're at the very least aware of, ever since the Google Reader was shut down. Now, one of the downsides with Feedly is, well, it's got a phenomenal desktop version. Its mobile system leaves a lot to be desired. The solution has generally been third-party clients. That is exactly what FeedLab is. FeedLab allows you to take your RSS feed and you get to group your feed into categories. Gesture recognition features available on the Windows phone, you can use those to simplify your daily use, come up with patterns of what gesture is going to do what. And you're even able to this is actually probably the only thing about Windows Phone that I like, you're able to pin your favorite categories to your home screen so that when your your home screen tiles, you can actually see uh, your favorite category right there and click directly on it. Also, if you find that the Windows Phone's voice is sexy enough, you can even have it read your articles to you. I have no idea what the cyber advocate would sound like being read by the Windows Phone, and if anyone wants to give it a shot and record it and send it to me, that'd be, well, interesting. All right, the next app for Windows Phone. Well, this is kind of a teaser, sorry. Todoist by Microsoft. Yes, I know it's another Microsoft app on this list, and unfortunately this one is not one that's not actually available yet. If you've read any of my best new apps posts in the past, then you know that I hold Todoist in very high esteem. It's a great taskless app app. Uh, it allows for collaboration between multiple you know, multiple people. It allows you to set different categories, and it's a great free app. Microsoft has bought it, and they're putting their stamp on it. So why am I including it on this list? Well, if you click on the Todoist by Microsoft Corp. on the Cyber Advocate post, it'll take you to a screen that allows you to sign up as an alpha tester for Todoist. That's right. You actually have the opportunity of testing the app and suggesting improvements. If only someone had done this for most of the of the Windows Phone apps before, We would be in a different spot right now, but take this opportunity, sign up for the alpha version, and make sure that the Todoist app that they put out on Windows Phone is not a lesser version of the iOS and Android. All right, now we're down to the honorable mention in Windows Phone. The honorable mention this month is Receipt Tracker by who else? Yes, that's right, Microsoft Corp. Trust me, this is the last time you're going to have to hear me talk about a Microsoft app for about a month. I don't know, if you've used Retreat Receipt Tracker, generally they suck. It's basically a scanner. You scan in your receipt, and you try to categorize it, and who knows what happens. And you're also, you're already talking about something that tracks receipts, which are horrible. They're little pieces of paper that are unnecessarily wasted. They remind me a lot of the Mitch Hedberg line of when someone hands you a flyer, it's like someone walking up to you saying, here, throw this away. And, yeah, they're valuable for things that you need to return and, you know, gifts, but how often are you really, you're not going to return the gas. You're not going to return the food. And unfortunately, those are the two biggest things that you're likely to need a receipt for as an attorney, expenses. Receipt Tracker is a phenomenally well-designed receipt tracking app that provides customizable segmented categories for you to separate all of your expenses. It provides some of the best data tracking available. It's impossible for me to fully describe the the, the tools available on Receipt Tracker over a podcast, but if you use Receipt Trackers at all and you're frustrated by their uh, functionality, I strongly suggest that you take a shot. Download off the Windows Phone app page, go to Receipt Tracker by Microsoft, download it, and give it a shot. All right, well, that is it for the best new apps of, ch- from July of 2015. Uh, I strongly encourage you to head over to the cyberadvocate.com, and all these apps have links right on the page. You can feel free to download them right from there. Also, don't forget to head over to iTunes and subscribe to the Legal Technology Review, and while you're there, leave us a rating and review. This has been the Legal Technology Review. I'm Brian Folk, and have a good week.